Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted with me today? I wanted you to think today about... Liking the child you love. So <laughs> I often will say to my partner, well, not often, but I have said to him before, sometimes I don't really like you in certain moments. I always love you, but I don't like certain things that you're doing. And I think that sometimes in my head about my kids. And so in this case, I want you to actually like the child that you know you love. And I'm going to talk to you about how you can get to that point and what you can do. And um, if you've been listening to some past podcasts, we've changed it up a bit and that these are more focused on giving you a little piece of information, but more questions so that you can start to see what changes you might want to make to make these um, points that I'm making relevant in your life and see where they fit in. And the first probably one to 48 podcasts we're all a lot of knowledge and a lot of information. And so I thought for this next set of podcasts I'm going to do, I'm going to change it up in that I'm going to bring it more relevant. So I've given you knowledge and I've given you information. And now how can you use it to transform? And so liking the child you love. Are there going to be moments with your child where you think, what circus did they get raised in? Absolutely, you're going to have moments like that. As a parent, are there going to be moments when you think, I simply cannot parent anymore. I quit. Absolutely. Are there going to be moments where you really need to walk away and take a time out for yourself with your kids because you're going to say something that you're going to really regret and then you don't and you say the thing? Yes. Welcome to the world of being a parent. And in those moments where those things are happening, you just have to be aware of it. And by addressing those and acknowledging that that that's actually happening and that is creeping into your world with your child, then you're living consciously, right? And that's really what we're trying to get you to do. So think about this. Have you ever planted a seed before, been amazed when it sprouted and not 100% sure what you did right Well, I can almost guarantee you you didn't stick it in a corner and walk away from it. And I'll bet that what you did do was give it attention, see what it needed, maybe talk to it, expressing how much you'd love it to grow. And when things weren't progressing, maybe as you expected, you consulted a book or a friend and asked, how do I make this plant flourish? And this is exactly the way I want you to see your child. They are the seed And when they aren't growing as you'd like them to, don't walk away from them. This is actually when they need you the most and when it'll be the easiest to find out what it is they do need. 
So think about this in a plant for a sec- for a second. If you've put a plant somewhere and then you read about it and you realize, oh, that plant needed sun, well, then you would make the change to putting it in the sun if you really want it to grow, right? You're going to change the environment that surrounds that plant. And when you know that is when you see the plant withering away and dying. You're like, oh, maybe I forgot to water it. Oh, maybe it needs sun, right? Those are the kind of the times where it's most key. And it's the same with your child. So in your child's most unlikable moments, by holding the course with them, so being present with them, this will give you what you actually, sorry, what they actually need and what you can help them to do to move forward. And so that that behavior is simply a moment in time as opposed to a pattern or a way of life. Right? So if your child is having a temper tantrum, you can decide in that moment to figure out what it is that they're having it about. Are they hungry? Are they tired? Um, You know, what's going on? And if you ignore that or if you give in to that, then you're going to be shaping a different kind of behavior. So how do you do it? You need to treat them like the seeds you've planted. You need to figure out, well, what it is that they need that they're not getting, and how much love are you actually communicating to them through your words and actions? Can your child feel that you not only want to help them grow, but also do you think they're capable of growing? So let's think about this for a sec. You've planted the seed, it's in the soil, it's not growing. You want, you'll investigate, right? You'll see what you need to do to make it grow. You're looking at the environment. Your child is the same. You have this child walking around and what aren't they getting? What do they need that they're not getting? Do you actually communicate love when you're doing it? And so when they're in their most unlikable moments is when they actually need the most love from you because when people misbehave and get in trouble is actually when they're acting out on their greatest needs. So you can think about that for your child or you can think about that for yourself. When you're acting out or get in trouble, so for instance, people at speed, they're acting out of some need and that's of course could be when you get in trouble. Can your child feel that you not only want them to grow, but you believe they're capable of growing, right? That was that last question I just mentioned. And so if you are not really feeling like you're just kind of going through the motions, like, oh, I'll put more water in this plant, but it's probably going to die anyway. And if you're thinking, ah, I'll have this conversation with my kid, but he's probably not going to listen anyway, then you're not showing them that you think they're capable. And therefore you're giving them the expectation that it's okay not to grow. So you really need to understand what they're not getting. You need to communicate them, w- communicate to them with love no matter what's going on. And you f- need them to feel from you that you think that they're capable of changing whatever it is. So as I mentioned, if there is an undesirable behavior happening, it is to get a need met. You address the need with love and then redirect the behavior. So the child that's throwing a temper tantrum and uh, you address their need. Is it their need for attention? Is it their need for food? Are they tired? Address that need and you redirect the behavior. And I'm sorry to say this, folks, but people treat us how we let them. So if you're sitting here saying your child acts in a certain way and you're not happy about it, I'd invite you to look in the mirror and thank yourself for that. Harsh, but true. You've either taught them that that behavior is okay because you give in to them, so you give in to them when they're having a temper tantrum, you've just taught them that that's okay, 
or you do that behavior yourself. So somewhere they've seen you modeled some sort of temper tantrum and then they've picked that up. So harsh again, I know, like I said, but it is true. Also, we have to remember that children are not robots. They don't turn on when you press a button and they don't reboot because you've pressed a series of buttons. And so if they make a mistake, you need to embrace it as such and then move forward. Just as we'd hope that if we make a mistake, somebody will give us that grace. Because let's face it, as a parent, you've probably made a mistake or 10. You and your child are two separate human beings. So you need to really be aware of this when you're communicating with them. So if you're thinking that something has worked for you a certain way, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for your child that certain way because you're two separate human beings. Also, you really need to worry not worry, sorry, you really need to focus on not shaming your children. So saying things, quote unquote, you're not like your sister, or you're so much like my ex. When they're just being themselves is actually going to really affect them negatively. So you need to realize that they're just a separate human being going through life. If you stop feeding a plant, it dies. So it's not enough to be aware of what you need to do to the plant. You actually need to do it. So in this case, this knowledge we're giving you as a parent is not enough to have the knowledge. You actually need to act on it. Hence us doing these podcasts. If you stop seeing what a plant needs, it can start to wither away. What if your child got a failing grade? What if your argument, sorry, what if you both had an argument and you said hurtful things? You both have to be willing to continuously commit to the relationship. So think about the plant, you know, you give it some water and you realize it's coming back to life and then it looks a little bit like it's dying again and maybe you move it into the sun, but your, your intention is to have that plant grow. So you need to have an intention that your relationship with your child will grow. You need to be committed no matter what changes or what happens that you still want it to grow. And did you know that for every criticism, it takes six times the amount of praise to erase that one critical comment? So think of your relationship with your child like your bank account. You have debits and credits in a bank account. Watch how many debits you are putting into your relationship bank account versus how many credits you're putting in. An example of this would be be really grateful for what they do. So instead of coming home from work and listing all the things that they didn't do or spotting all the things that they didn't do, be really grateful for the things that they did do. So remember, address your child's needs with love and just redirect their behavior. It'll take you some time to figure it out, but be conscious and keep doing it. Teaching your child how to get their needs their needs met, sorry, in a really healthy manner. When they're most getting in trouble is their highest need. So help them change that behavior to still get the need met, but not get in trouble. And then be conscious of the credits in your relationship bank account with your child. Because remember, six to one. So you need to have a really high ratio of positivity. And what I like to do is, as I mentioned, I'm going to be asking a series of questions at the end or during the podcast for these ones so that I really do uh, help you or really am helping you change it. So you have the knowledge and now how are you going to put that knowledge into your life? 
So what self-fulfilling prophecy are you setting your child up for? Are you looking at it like I was suggesting about the plant? Well, there's no point in really watering or putting this plant in the sun because it's going to die anyway. What are you thinking about your child? Are you thinking you're not going to put an effort into them because, oh, they're just going to get another failing grade anyway? Or they're just like their dad, so they're never going to change? You really need to be careful about how you're describing your child to them, how you're describing your child to other people, um, and how you're describing your child to yourself. Do you have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset? A growth mindset is, I'm going to make this plant grow no matter what. (laughs) A fixed mindset is, oh, it doesn't matter what I'm going to do, it's still not going to grow anyway. Do you have that growth or fixed mindset for your child? Do you think that your child should be like a robot or a computer? And that's like a simple button or a simple reboot and they should just listen. Be honest with yourself here because we have to remember that they're not. Have you taught your child to treat you with respect? Remember, people treat us how we let them. So if your child's not treating you with respect, somewhere along the lines, you've either let them do that or you've modeled that for them. Do you model what respect looks like with how you and your child interact, like I just mentioned? How about when you act with others in their world? Or interact or react huh, with others in the world? They're observing you. They're watching you. They're picking up what you do. Do you meet your child's needs in a loving way? Do you redirect their undesirable behaviors? Are you able to separate your child from their behavior? Do you allow your child to fail and pick them up when they fall and set them up for success when they move forward? Or do you hold them in that position where they failed and always remember it and refer back to it? Do you have a negative or a positive balance in your relationship bank account with your child? Think about a situation that's been reoccurring lately with your child that you're having a hard time with. What is your child's need in this situation? What is your need? What can naturally come out of it to help guide your child? What is their need versus how they're expressing it? What could you do differently or the same to help nurture your child instead of having them stuck in that? Thank you so much for listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you are around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.